This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Thanks for listening to Suicide Buddies. Uh, this is Hampton Young, and I just want to let you guys know, the listeners, that we take this pretty seriously. We joke around about depression and suicide and dark thoughts, but in actuality, we really want our audience to feel safe and secure. And if you're dealing with those sorts of dark, swirling, awful thoughts, we would prefer if you right now put down the podcast and call 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-TALK. It's the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, and they're great people. They have the resources that can help you deal with the situation and get through it a little bit uh, more medically professional than us. And Dave and I are very happy that you're with us, so keep listening. What's the pirate word for treasure? Why, I believe it's booty. B -b 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 booty. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> Dude, I was, uh, so you know I work in a warehouse sometimes? Yeah, you I love in, it. I actually do, I love it. I work in there with a, well, I like it. <laughs> Which can grow to love. It's actually, that's true. <laughs> you open Over your heart. Time. <laughs> Maybe you'll fall in love with that uh, forklift. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it actually, I'm actually starting to wane on liking it because it's summer and it's hot as all fuck. Damn. Which, by the way, we're doing an AC on episode. <laughs> Air conditioning on. That's the hum in the background. We're so sorry. Oh my God. We have to. Dude, I think my balls <laughs> would have put up a silent protest if we hadn't. Turn yeah. it on. Last time I was sweating just the yeah. whole time. We're just recording these episodes. Every episode over the past, the, over course of the last month and a half, I don't know if you've noticed that we got progressively more mad throughout the. Throughout God, the why would that person kill themselves <laughs> like an idiot? <laughs> like just getting mad at the story. <laughs> Go on. I had that one where I got really, really depressed during the episode. That might have been the heat. <laughs> Yeah, um, let's blame everything on the heat. Yeah, eleven, everything, Just shootings, it. shootings, <laughs> the heat. Nine no, eleven. No it was hot in September. <laughs> and, uh, I'm sorry. It was uh, too yeah. humid, so my plane crashed. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, just I just turn on the AC. Just turn on the AC. Turn the AC in the plane and get rid of the condensation on the windshield, you know? Wow. <laughs> 9-11 is not funny. I want to make that clear. <laughs> and uh, we are not doing a show in New York on 9-11. On 9-11. And if we were to, it would not be funny. It would not be funny. And don't get <laughs> tickets at my website, HamptonYunt.com or Dave Dave to the Ross. To the Ross. There are websites, there are tickets too. Right, but sorry. Anyway, yeah, so. I'm so derailed here. In the warehouse, um, we have, it's in like um, one of those sort of like uh, mutual workspace warehouses where there's a bunch of different, you know the way the WeWork is except with warehouse space. So it's a massive warehouse space mm -hmm. and then inside that warehouse space, there are gated off areas where different companies have their 
area they go into and each is so it's just a bunch of like corrugated metal doors with a lock on the front sounds like prison it is it looks sure and uh (laughs) there's um and so there's a combination lock on all of those sections and the company i work for has two of the warehouse sections and then the owner of the of the space the whole space came into our came into our area our first area the other day and was like hey i need to get into your other space to to like carve out a power outlet can you tell me the uh the combination of your lock to get in there and we all just kind of stared at her (laughs) and then she was like what's the combination of the lock to get in there and finn straley goes it's um six nine six nine Dude, it's the perfect pickup line. <laughs> you know, it's it's a natural end to talking about sex with them right away. <laughs> we was, yeah, this is we the, were like, no. That is so fucking funny. Uh, Finn just starts up conversation with her. It's funny, right? He said it very well. He just said it and kind of looked away and kept working. And then me and my friend Anthony just were like... <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, dude! It uh, it's was a digital so pad. Uh, you have to type in "I blow cops." It's only way too because like everybody who works in this warehouse space, the warehouse space is not air conditioned. There's no fans. It's oh, hot as fuck. Whoa. There's all these like, it's all these like laborers and working class people I in there. I believe they call that a sweatshop. Yeah, it's a sweatshop. <laughs> That's the one thing is AC. Uh, <laughs> no more sweatshop. Get the so it's just like a bunch of working class dudes operating like forklifts and very like I'm serious like masculine macho dudes walking around just doing Hunks. dude shit. Fuck yeah. So this woman who walked in is the owner of the bill. She works in the office. It's the only part of the whole place that's air conditioned. Uh. She's the only one in the entire complex that's just like a sweet, calm, regular person who's not, you know, this like macho dude person. And she's like, "Yeah, what's the combo?" And we're like, "Fuck." <laughs> she's like works in this you, She works in this sweet gilded cage and then like looks at like the prisoners <laughs> working in like the fighter pits. Yeah. Like, what? What? What's the problem? It's 69, 69. It's the prison that Bane grew up in. And she just like pops her head into the hole and like, hey. It's the most How aggressive sexual position possible. It's when you mash someone's anus against your face. And they do the same to you. 69. Yes. When I, um, I used What's to, my pin code? Yes. I used to live with, um, Will Weldon and, uh, hmm. one way funny comic friend yeah. of both of ours, friend. Fun guy. uh, very funny. He, we lived together and I, uh, you know, I fancy myself a little bit of a prankster here and there, a little bit of a jokester. I fancy myself a bit of a wankster. A little bit of a, a little bit of a jerk off. I fancy myself a little bit of an asshole. You know, a little bit of a shithead. And uh, I'm a little bit of a bad guy. Uh, Your Honor, I'm a bit of a war criminal. I'm a little bit of a Satan himself. You know, I'm a little, a little bit of a should be put up against a wall and shot. You I'm know a what I mean? Country. <laughs> and I'm a little bit cunty. And I'm a little bit of rock and. I'm ball. a little bit of a super cunt. <laughs> Uh, no, we had to get a new uh, Wi-Fi uh, router, and um, and he wasn't home when I set it up, and so I made the the name of the network Big Sexy, and then the uh, the password was all caps. I am Will, and my dick is big. <laughs> and uh, because at the time Will was single, and 
or was, was maybe in an open relationship. He was but ready he like to mingle. He he, he was single. like in a period of his life where he was doing a lot of hookups. Maybe not a lot. I don't want to call what his lifestyle was. He was he had, married. He had girls over sometimes. <laughs> yeah, He's <definitely> married um, <laughs> with children. Married, married, monogamous, <laughs> monogamous. bad guy. Uh, <laughs> um, and just fucking. A no, ton. he like had girls over sometimes, mm-hmm. and so I was like, "Oh, this will be funny when they ask for the Wi-Fi." <laughs> but then it occurred to me, like, when do you have someone over to hook up? What, do they ever ask for the Wi-Fi? Like, it never happens <laughs> ever. They're like, hey, check so, out my channel on Pornhub. It's better than fucking me. So it never, it <laughs> ever came up. But then one day, I wasn't home, and I came home, and Will comes up to me, and he goes, you know what, dude? You know, a girl has never asked me for the password for the Wi-Fi ever. And I was like, yeah. And he goes, yeah, well, my mom is in town. <laughs> And I gotta hook up with her. <laughs> so I fucked my mom. This summer, whoa! Will fucks she's his a, mom? She's a little bit of a super cunt. <laughs> Dude, I think I'm gonna fuck my mom. <laughs> Jason Biggs. Uh, in Momfucker. Wow. Robert De Niro in Momfucker. Well, hey, yeah. Greg, are you gonna fuck my mom? <laughs> Am I gonna fuck my mom, Greg? <laughs> Sally Field is Damn. Mrs. 69. What a fun misunderstanding. <laughs> As you yeah. get older, you get, uh, you know. He had to tell say. his mother. She was, he was like, I'll type it in. And she was like, just tell me, what is it? And he was like, I'll type it in. And she was like, I'm right here, Will. What is it? <laughs> no, you can you can look at my phone. I'm gonna hold my phone. You can look at the pictures as I show them to you. No, you can't hold my phone. <laughs> it's like that kind of shit. <laughs> Why would I ever let someone hold my phone? You can see the picture from here. It's two feet away from you. I'll type it in. I'll just type it. I'll type it in. Just tell me the words. <laughs> I control information. <laughs> I'm a little bit of a super wow. cunt. He's really Will was really the government just there trying the what? to the gr- He's the I what? slurred my own. Wow, way to slur moron. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just the worst guy ever. Uh, wow, uh, you're dumb. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, thank you so much for listening to Suicide Buddies. I'm Dave Ross. Hi, I'm Hampton Young. We are two comedians who host a podcast about mental health. We we're, uh, talk a lot about death and very dark subject matter and try to bring some light to it because life is hard and the world is dark, especially right now. And uh, for us as dark-minded people who grew up hating ourselves, that's how we deal with it. Um, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Did you not, not grow up hating yourself? I mean, come on, man. Damn, Dave. Maybe not grow up the whole don't. time. Maybe starting around 12. <laughs> I think, but I think when I was eleven, oh, I was like, "I'm great, really." <laughs> I don't That's, know. You're probably right. I think I was still kind of your Yay! brain. Your brain isn't yeah. fully there yet. Yeah, it's not till hormones show up and they're like, "Fuck you, you suck." Yeah. Oh, <laughs> God, your dick is small, and that's bad. <laughs> wow, damn. Jiminy Cricket's an asshole. <laughs> damn right he is. He's just a voice in my head, just being like, "Come on, pussy, do some push-ups." <laughs> Jiminy Cricket. <laughs> <laughs> I have a big dick and your nose grows. Jiminy, yeah. suck it. <laughs> Jiminy, suck, suck it, pussy. Do some push ups. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, no. I, what I, kind of phone do you think Jiminy Cricket had? <laughs> do you think it was a. Do you think a it jitterbug? Was, uh, Remember that? A sprint. <laughs> <laughs> a jitterbug? Is that a phone? Yeah, it was a phone specifically made for old people. 
Oh, wow. And I, I used to do a whole bit about it. It was like, <laughs> it's literally just marketed with like, the buttons are big enough for me to use. And like, <laughs> wow. <laughs> they're not haunted like other phones. <laughs> like, everything was all like, <laughs> <laughs> trying to just scare the elderly people. It's a phone that doesn't remind me of my husband. <laughs> <laughs> Who passed three years ago? <laughs> Finally, a phone my grandchildren cannot call me on. <laughs> For me. <laughs> I haven't seen a phone this big since the Great War. Because <laughs> uh, they're old. Yeah, and that's what the cricket is, too, right? Is the cricket... Is cricket- a phone for elderly people, or is it just a no, shitty phone? No, it's just phone? a shitty cell phone provider. I don't, oh, it's not even necessarily phones. a phone. It's just like a, it's like Sprint or T-Mobile or whatever. So but like shitty. burner phones for drug dealers? I think you get a plan, like a, a p- 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 plan. <laughs> <laughs> God, I'm a moron. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, Man. A p- 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 plan. <laughs> I think that's actually their ad. Get a cr- 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 cricket p- 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 plan. Uh, Dave, uh, I I just remembered we have to promo these dates. We have to get this out of the way before we get into the heavier, heavier shit about guns, the bang bangs. Bang bang, (laughs) (laughs) bang bang into your head. Bang bang, (laughs) bang bang all over you. None of these songs are appropriate anymore. Love Gun, that song's canceled. Love Gun by Kiss. Oh man, well one good song. No song by Chris was. Kiss was ever appropriate. Uh, that's right. I got uh, I got pretty extreme opinions, man. I don't like Kiss, <laughs> the band everyone loves. Actually, I think a lot of people do love them. Uh, what Kiss? Kiss. Yeah. Yeah. A bunch of fucking idiots. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's just not nice I to mean, Kiss fans is, out I mean, there. It's, like, it's fine, but it is kind of being like, oh me, I love the Carnival. <laughs> like, that's what I'm about. Like real rock and roll. Uh, it's at the Carnival. So funny, dude. <laughs> Um, what am I into? Um, I like carousels. I like cotton candy. I like <laughs> cotton candy. <laughs> You're like a first date. What are your interests? You know, well, car- what are my main interests? Carousels, uh, cotton candy, I Satan. Like ho- yeah. <laughs> I like horses who wear clothes. I <laughs> uh, dancing bears. Uh, <laughs> that's so funny, dude. Uh, mirrors that make me look fat and some that make me look uh, skinny. I like those. Uh, I like mirrors that trick me. What I is- <laughs> <laughs> what I especially like about that is that it's like a person who likes all that stuff but doesn't just say the circus. Like he doesn't doesn't associate he doesn't know about the circus. Uh, but he likes everything in the circus. I don't want to beat around the bush. I love the circus. I love the <laughs> Oh, what are what are my what do I like? Well the main things I'm into are like, you know, uh seals dancing on a ball. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, whips, uh, <laughs> whips, whips. Uh, people, uh, people on wires, jumping through circles of fire. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm not. A, I'm not a complicated man. You know, I'm not complicated. Yeah. I like you know popcorn and cotton candy. You know, like, uh, a, like an elephant in a controlled environment shooting peanuts at me. You know, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm like my dad. You know, I, I like I like to see forty people jammed into one tiny car. You know. <laughs> It's, it's kind of a thing. <laughs> and they keep getting out, and you you keep thinking it, they're the last one, but it never is. Uh, <laughs> the last clown after 40 comes out. He's just like, the circus is over. The lights go out. Everyone leave. Just, dude, I just want to see a clown car one time where all the clowns get out. And then, like, after the last one gets out, there's a wait. And then all the clowns, like, look around, and they're like, Daryl? And they're like... <laughs> <laughs> and they look in the car, and Daryl's dead in there. Yeah, <laughs> he's really old somehow. Yeah. <laughs> the body's really they old. They forgot about. Well, yeah, he's several yeah. generations of clown. They left cars him behind. in there for yeah. forever. Totally. 
Um, Shoes are the same size. Okay, let's remember this. Uh, Dates, dude. We will be, we actually will be in New York on September 11th. Before, that was a lie by the media. This is the real truth. So we will be there on September 11th, 2001. Uh, then September 13th, I'll be in Chicago Boom, at dude. the Sh- at Shuba's Tavern. Uh, get tickets. And uh, September 25th, I am going to be in Manchester, New Hampshire. September 26th, I'm going to be in Portland, Maine. And then September 28th, Hampton and I are going to be in Houston, Texas on my birthday. That's right. That's right. Uh, and also, special new show announcement. Uh, if anyone in the L.A. area uh, wants huh. to come out to the Dynasty Typewriter Theater on uh, September 21st, nice. uh, we're doing a movie riff, like Mystery Science Theater style, on a surprise movie. Uh, we haven't decided yet, but it's going to be a lot of fun. We've gone over a lot of funny... Uh, the like, Notebook. <laughs> <laughs> I think we want to like definitely theme it where it will either be like horror movie or like 90s superhero movie. Like You'll have an idea of what it's going to be, dude, and then we'll surprise the audience with what it's going to be day of. So September 21st, Dynasty Typewriter Theater. Come out to a 10 p.m. on Saturday show. Be dope. I have a suggestion What's for that? movie. I will love you it. probably won't take it, but... Is it about the government? The government? <laughs> Nope. Nope, it's not. Uh, <laughs> did you know that there are numerous sequels to the movie Three Ninjas? Yeah. I'm just saying. Maybe a deep uh, Three Ninjas sequel. Is it is a, <laughs> Escape from Thunder Mountain or something? Or what? The I haven't even heard of that Hulk one. Hulk Hogan and like the third one. Oh, my God. It's I really loved, fucking funny. loved Three Ninjas. Oh, I, I loved it. Um, loved t- it so Tum much. Tum was the, the, <laughs> the kid, de facto right. fat one just because he like, he literally wasn't that much fatter than <laughs> them. He had like child, <laughs> child, you know, fat going on. But they were like, hey, it's Tum Tum. Tum Tum loves bacon and eating candy. And he's like... Dude, I'm growing. I'm like a child. <laughs> uh, he comes so oopsie fatsy. <laughs> yeah, he's just like nine. Yeah, he's just nine years old. And he likes candy a little. Tum tum, tum tum again with his appetite. Damn, I'm gonna be out of town when Give that happens. Body but that sucks, dude. That sucks. I won't be able to be there. I'd love to see that. And obviously, you were you were gonna book me on it. Obviously, <laughs> so I can't wait for the eventual time Baron has to not be able to do it. And you will be the first call. Whoa, <laughs> absolutely. I would love to be Baron 2.0. <laughs> I'm super uh, black. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm super black. Also, my album is coming out August 23rd. Tell your friends, share it around. August 23rd, my album is coming out. Share it on Napster. Get and it out there by any means necessary. Last week I said uh, not to pre-order it if you wanted a physical copy yet, but that is done. The pre-order is up for everything. You can get... You can get it digitally, and you can also get the flip book I was talking about. I designed a 152-page flip book. It's a two-way flip book, and it's also um, a 76-page story about um, how manhood is bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't know any other way to say it. Dude, if I get you on my podcast, can I have one of those flip books? you and Aristotle are getting books. Yay! No one else. Not a, a soul. Wait, I only had two printed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, gold. Um, there's a pre-order up, whatever with that, uh, but uh, who pre-orders things ever? Probably no one. But it comes out <laughs> August 23rd. Oh, and I made a website specifically for it for you to buy whatever version of the album and find out all the info about the album. And the website is sex.guns.beer. That's the <laughs> URL. Go to sex.guns.beer. 
Uh, guns.beer also works. <laughs> and so does meat.sex.guns.beer. And so does money.meat.sex.guns.beer. I also think I'm going to I'm going <laughs> to add I think I'm going to add trucks.beef.sex.guns.beer. <laughs> I think <laughs> Anyway, sex.guns.beer, that's my album. There you go. This feels like a great intro mm -hmm. into gun violence, man. I guess that's true. There it is. It's right there in your website. I know. I love gun Dave to the I love guns dot guns are cool dot guns. Yes. <laughs> There's a thing that we really need you to know about me, Dave, which is that I am pro gun. <laughs> pro and I think that yeah. you know, we have enough gun awareness. What we don't have is mental illness awareness. <laughs> Gun control, more like mental illness control, you know what I mean? That's how I feel. Yeah. I think we should all have a gun, because how else are we going to defend ourselves from guns? If it, didn't, if it mm -hmm. isn't clear that I'm being ironic right now, I am, being so, I am so mad about this shit. I'm so mad. No, I think we have to make it like Deadwood. Everyone has to be strapped. Yeah, and Every drunk. Everyone has to be drunk. You've got <laughs> knives and fighting in the streets. And we have to get so good at guns, it's almost like the movie like Equilibrium, where it's like, it's, you know, it's unto itself, and we're like shooting bullets that are coming at us. We can stop them midair with our own shot. Yeah. And that's really the only way. I can't think of another way. Yeah. Around this. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Definitely. Definitely. I don't know. I guess. I also think that we should give mail everyone bullets. Everyone in the country should get free bullets from the government. <laughs> it's like that's such like a fucking insane threat that people do is they mail like one bullet. Do they really? Yeah, all the time. Like to tell people they'll be like a target for like violence and stuff. It's mostly you see this in movies for some yeah. reason. So maybe it happened once and then like you just see it used they all did, the time. Yeah. Nice in movies. Right, it sounds like like the FBI sent one to Martin Luther King or I whatever. I sent one like to that. Santa Claus as a kid, just like, <laughs> wow. look out, bitch, <laughs> PlayStation or what? <laughs> Next cookie you eat might be your last. You come to my house, you're getting fucking smoked up the chimney, dude. <laughs> uh, yeah, we are. Um, we're recording this after a series of uh, mass shootings. Yeah. In the United and we States. are, I don't know, we want to talk about that. We just want to talk about that. It's We're fucked up over it. It's, I'm fucked up. I'm fucked up. Yeah. Like when I did mm -hmm. your show Good Heroin over the weekend, I was still kind of out of sorts. Dude, you were, it's, I'm so happy you brought that up. I didn't want to say anything mm -hmm. on mic, but you were a wreck. And I was upset, but you were yeah. a noticeable wreck. I was like, I'm very mad at the world, and I don't think anything's funny, and I yeah. don't like even the idea of comedy, which or having to yeah. talk about stuff that's just like, so my cat's weird, you know, right. like anything like that. Like, and I don't, even, I don't even want to talk about my cats being weird, you know. What I know because it is, but I just feel the pressure by the industry. Totally, no, I'm with <laughs> it's you. It's what's selling by Dave. the gun industry. <laughs> no, it's totally on me to write better jokes and stuff. But sometimes I'm just like, man, I feel like a fraud, and I feel like I don't want to be just engaging. Well, it's tough that too because right I think now. that we probably feel similarly about comedy, where I, I legitimately feel like. I don't. I don't want to be talking about social issues and political issues on stage. I nowadays everything's so fucked up and insane, and so many people are trying to do that that I feel like a comedy show should be a break. But then I, 
Or unless no, I have I a really you. good joke about it, and that's really hard. It's like I wish it was. Rarely comes along. And then something like this happens, and then I feel like you also, where I, I feel like a total fraud for just going up there and being like, so my butt. <laughs> like, so okay. then I'm up there, and yeah. I'm like, I don't feel like I should be talking about bullshit, and I don't feel like I should be talking about the issues. It just feels useless. I'll say also you just have a really good audience that is like, intelligent and thoughtful and like if i who's to say if i was up at like you know chuckle fucks doing like the belly laughing room or whatever right. and it was like whatever you know um maybe i would phone it in but i felt like if i i know your audience knows what's happening in the news they're thinking about it all day yeah. and if you go up on stage i, I do feel it. like i'm just going well my cat's weird or something like if yeah. i say anything that's an old joke even if it's you know and it's like about a political issue and it's not up to date like that I always feel like I have to keep engaged with the conversation that's happening yeah because now it seems like exactly when you talk about guns it's like now I guess we have to talk about mental health uh, stuff because Republicans kind of use it as a deflect yeah. from in doing any sort of gun control laws they're like crazy crazy people just exist and you're like, well, if you're going to blame mental health, are you doing anything to like Yeah, do you even know what that? the fuck you're talking about? How come no one then in introduces a bill for mental health that's right. a Republican? And it's like, well, we clear clearly if that's the problem, and we all agree this is a problem, yeah. then let's get rid of it. But it feels like this sort of like non-acknowledgement of the problem is their, is their take. It's just like... You know, I don't even remember the shooting last weekend almost. Yeah. It's like, we're not going to do anything about it. It's like, you know, thoughts and prayers and just, you know. Well, okay, let's take a break and we'll come back and keep talking about that. <laughs> yeah. Let's yeah, go yeah, to yeah. this ad for toothpaste. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Doesn't matter what they say Cause I'm gonna get my way If I don't wanna go But baby, it's horny inside <laughs> I gotta be going yeah, but maybe that. it's too horny now You said that right after I put a bunch of water in my mouth <laughs> It made it very difficult on me um, Oh, well, you gotta replenish your fluids Yeah, man it's hot. Pretend to be a human being and cry later. <laughs> yes. Have that moisture. Absolutely. Uh, you just love taking in water and putting it out of your face. Yeah, I pee, I cry. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Am I not human? I pee, I cry. <laughs> so, <laughs> if you cut me, do I not pee? Do I not pee? <laughs> Does my penis not cry? <laughs> If you touch me, do I not get turned on immediately, no matter who you are? I am human. <laughs> Hugh, man. The name's well. Hugh, man. <laughs> oh, man. Baby, yeah. it's... Ba but baby, I'm horny inside. <laughs> it's just a guy who jerks off all day with the drapes closed. There's no one else there. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> he's, he's singing to himself. Singing to his oh, hand, his hand to is wearing a dress for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> because even though it's jerking off, it has to be straight for this guy. Ugh. Yeah. How dare you be so Don't misgender my fucking hand. <laughs> I just gendered my own hand. God. And I just jammed my foot. All right, let's talk about guns. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I say first off, we take out the refs always shooting guns indiscriminately in the air, starting off racist. Okay, yeah, that's true. We can get rid of those guns. How first. are we supposed to? That's the thing. The reason we need to have gun, legal gun ownership is how are we going to defend ourselves from the football refs? How are we going to start races if we? Oh get yeah, it's rid not football. Guns? It's not football. He just starts first shooting. <laughs> starts shooting the players. <laughs> Oh, my God. Did you see that sign that Kurt Brownoller posted on Instagram recently? Uh, what? It's like, I don't even know. I was trying to Google it to see if it's a joke. Friend and comedian Kurt Brownoller. He, he's like the funniest guy ever. Um, he posted a screenshot of this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's like a... It's a it, it's a yellow caution <laughs> sign, just like a kid's crossing or something, except it's... All black, like the drawings mm. on those are, of a motorcycle cop pointing a gun at a car, and then it says "strictly enforced." <laughs> See, this is, this is obviously it has to be, is it a joke? No, no, no. It, they're they're saying it's a uh, speed. It's like he's speed checking with a laser gun. Oh. It's that. It's about. It's about. Dude, I know, right? It looks oh, like a so cop s- is just aiming <laughs> 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 ah. a gun at cars coming by. Go to Kurt Brownoller's like, Twitter. Oh, uh, dude. That, honestly. And, I mean, his Instagram, and just, it's like two or three back. It's a street sign. Yeah. It literally just looks like a cop is going to open up, unload a clip on a car. I feel like someone (laughs) did that for the department. You know what I mean? Like, that can't be the standard sign. No. It's, like, so off in perspective. Like, the car's really tiny, and the cop's, like, twice its size. And all the comments are like, are you sure that's not a Cthulhu alien? Because the cop looks so weird. <laughs> the cop looks like he has like distended balls and like a dick and stuff because it's a weird profile of the motorcycle. This is such a funny picture. <laughs> yeah, but you know dude. what, dude? That would be such a better system than radar guns is cops just pointing guns at cars going like, slow down! Just slow down! Yeah, I mean... I guess that is the argument. That is the argument that people who are pro-gun make, which is like, well, if we have guns, then people will like get in line. And uh, yeah, like they'll be afraid and they'll do what we say. Is like the, <laughs> I guess that's not what they say in legislative the, situations, but uh Well, what do you mean? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, if I'm misunderstanding. One of the I'm just saying like one of the arguments that people who I'm not pro-gun, but some mm-hmm. of the people who are are sure. like, yeah, but the good thing about guns is that People shut the fuck up, right? (laughs) (laughs) The good thing is it makes my wife shut the fuck up. Dude, I do think that that's an element of it. Like, yeah, well, if we get rid of guns, then how will we be able to wield extreme authority over others? Well, I do think (laughs) it's a very funny dialogue that a lot of people who defend guns, you know, at the end of the day, they're like, it's just our, it's our way to, to, uh, if, uh, to prevent tyranny. Like, if the government right. becomes tyrannical, we can kill the government, which is kind of the most insane argument, is they're saying, I want the government to give me the right to overthrow the government if I, at some point, just determine they're evil now? Yeah. It's like, what is this argument? You <laughs> think the government's just one day going to be like, oh, I guess it's okay to just shoot cops and shoot, you know, yeah. the 
army. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Well, it's also, I was listening to the, the Daily did an episode about, well, they've done a handful of episodes now about shootings. That's the New York Times Daily podcast. And on one of the episodes about gun violence and gun laws, the guy they were talking to pointed this thing out that had never occurred to me that I think is maybe the most telling reason that that's a bullshit argument is that the if you look at the marketing for guns or everything surrounding guns, scopes, bullets, uh, even like camo jackets and vests and stuff like that, hmm. it's always in this like military font. And uh, there's like a picture of like a really uh, like strong, assertive dude, or maybe he's like got someone in the military he has like camo paint on his face and it's just like uh you can be a force to be reckoned with they use words like force and like tactical yeah tactical all the best in tactical gear it's like what tactics and then there's like he they were reading from one specific ad where the language was something like uh fight back against the forces oppressing you or something like yeah, that. yeah no it's crazy and it's just like and the, the person they were talking to pointed out that like if you're a mentally ill high school kid who reads this yeah. and obviously obviously I would never say and neither would he that these ads are completely to blame for a school shooting I'm not saying that but like it's irresponsible it's irresponsible behavior to if you're saying right this is my point mm-hmm. if you're saying that these guns are to defend that they are to raise up against the government that's oppressing us then that should be the language that you're using to advertise guns yeah the language shouldn't be because it's <laughs> yeah. fucking awesome well because it's like the ad is not advertising to the regular person who might want to buy a gun this is to the advocate who buys nine ten guns it's just like yeah you're still not stockpiling dude, enough dude that's the thing you and i both come from areas of the world where people have guns and there are people and i have fired guns there i come are people from gunsylvania my mom's a gun <laughs> I have a Dad's gun a my, bullet. Mom's a gun. I have a gun up my ass right now. Uh, <laughs> bang, bang. Yeah. 69 bullets. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm familiar with it. And you understand reasonable gun ownership. And almost yes. no one is advocating for the removal of just all firearms it's ever. It's never going to happen it's in this just country. Like, can we not take a step back and look at this in the same way whenever technology advances, when cars get faster and more popular, we now need regulations to keep people from smashing into each other and driving 120 miles through a fucking school zone. And it's like, just put your money where your fucking mouth is. It's I what's just, bothering yeah. me. I have plenty of friends that are responsible gun owners who I'm not, who would happily get rid of their gun to stop school shootings. Sure. <laughs> They just would. Sure. Well, I just, what I'm saying here is also, it's like, I find this such an mm-hmm. odd argument because it's like, they want like public safety regulation. Everyone mm-hmm. is usually an advocate about public safety regulation. Like I can't right. drive 120 miles through a school right, right. zone for good reason. And it's mm-hmm. like, you, you want uh, a company to not make clothes that are poisonous you know, if you wear them and stuff, or like you want technology with your phone to not get so out of control where it's like, I could steal someone's information with like an app. And oh, by the way, like kids can have access to this or whatever. I love this. You know what I mean? This this analogy is so funny. Oh yeah. Oh, so now we have to stop selling poison clothes. (laughs) Well, (laughs) just shut up and let me put poison diapers on my baby. I like to wear poison clothes. I I come from a long line of people who put poison clothes on their neighbors. <laughs> Maybe you should think fibers. about this. Maybe it's not the poison clothes. Maybe it's the fact that you're bipolar. How about that? Like, I mean, this just seems like the one like public safety thing. There's just no acknowledgement that there's any sort of problem. 
And that's just so ridiculous because it's like, yeah, it's applied to literally every other part of your life is some sort of public safety thing. But there seems to be almost no regulation with this. And instead, they're trying to really like make this about mental health. And someone posted this earlier about um, Trump, which I, I find the timing so fucking funny, is that like, I totally forgot about this. But one of the first things that Trump did sign in to Bill uh, when he got into office was to roll back Obama era gun checks for people with mental illness. Do you remember that? Like one of the first things he did was Mm -hmm. make it easier for people who have mental illness to like buy guns. That's crazy. So it's, he and just today he he's going. You know, I think it's a mental health issue. He he blamed video games, which is one of the fucking funniest arguments from the eighties that we still. Yeah, that's what they said after Columbine. <laughs> yeah, it's like video games. Like, why not just blame Dude, Ice Trump comes out and he's like, at it. "Yeah, I heard about the shooting. Let's see what Marilyn Manson has to say about this." <laughs> Uh, Yeah, I blame a little person named Rob Zombie. Ever heard of him? They're all playing Wolfenstein. (laughs) Yeah, they're all out of control, and they won't listen to their goddamn parents. It's Fortnite. Yeah, it's the cartoon game. Can't you? Well, how about it's (laughs) shitty parenting then? If we're gonna make that argument, if you're so angry at your kid playing violent video games, maybe it's fucking you. Maybe your kid doesn't want to talk to you because you're a piece of fucking shit. Maybe you should pay attention to his life. (laughs) Yeah, I mean. It's like I guess there's so many way it places to point blame, and I, I, yeah, everything you're saying makes a hundred percent sense to me. And I, I think would, it's weird because we definitely need to have a conversation about public mental health. You Be- and me, no, we talk, we are. This is what the podcast is, and it's like, yeah, like people do need to. We need to have more conversations about depression, but that's really not linked to this, and almost like across the board, all these psychiatrists and therapists are coming out going. The one thing I've never had anyone ever come to me for, for a problem, was their racism, their homophobia, their xenophobia, like all this bigoted shit. People don't go to therapy for that. Like, sorry, it just, they don't. Yeah. Because they're in a really toxic fucking environment. And it's like, if that were the case, it's because it's like, you're putting the blame on us. Like, oh, mental health professionals are not catching this. It's like, they don't come to us. They have access to guns. Yeah. They don't. They don't go to therapists. Like, right. if they're if they're like truly racist, like xenophobic, like falling into this white nationalism kind of shit. I mean, that's that's just such an area that's like. Well, this is what I mean when, out I, of control when I say here. put your money where your mouth is, because it's like, I don't know, man. It, the reason I, I really I don't know. One of the major problems I have with American politics right now is how manipulative everything is, and liberals do it too. People have gotten into this habit of like they feel a way and they want to win the argument, so they create some rhetoric around it that is hard to argue with in order to win the argument, and that's how arguing goes. But the problem (laughs) is that when you're talking about guns and you're saying this shit like mental illness control, and this is in order to safeguard our values and protect us from an oppressive government, and then... There are you, they say that all the time, and then they never, ever, no one ever does anything to support that argument. If they really felt that way, there would be regulations on the type of advertising you could use, for example. Like you said, there would be some sort of language that they somehow right. delivered to people who were gun owners surrounding mental illness. If they really fucking cared, if people really mm-hmm. no. who were advocating for 
um, leniency in gun laws really fucking cared about this shit with regard to mental illness and defending our government, then they would do something about that specifically. But they don't. They no. just want to own guns. It's a and deflect. That's what, that's what fucking pisses me it's off. It's a deflect, and it's like, it's terminology that they've changed to adapt with the times, like calling it even mental health, right? Because right. like, I feel like what they want to say is like, hey, crazy people exist. Crazy's out there. Like, right. I always hear people in like forums like being like, Hey, if somebody wants to kill a lot of people, I'll do it with a pencil. And it's like, shut the fuck mm-hmm. up. Yeah, what are you moron. talking about? Like, it's always like, I'll find a way to kill a lot of people with a lot of stuff. It's like, dude, can we just acknowledge the reality that these are happening at least? Yeah. Like, like what the fuck, dude? No one's killing a bunch of people with pencils. It or what happening. the fuck are you talking about? Can we the deal with Onion the actual The had the best happening? headline. This was uh, now, I mean, people keep retweeting it. It now came out over five years ago, but the headline was, No way to prevent this, says only nation where this regularly happens. Yeah. And it's like, so true. Every time there's a shooting, we're like, what do we do? I've seen some good <laughs> memes on that meme now at this point. Oh, yeah. Where someone like had a joke that basically now this is the like glib responses to like this article has been retweeted so much that now it's like of yeah. course that's the go-to right we're all just gonna retweet the onion <laughs> it's like people getting mad at people who are already mad before right it's so fucking weird i mean you know what are you gonna do well basically i don't know i think I, retweeting the same thing from five years ago is a pretty harsh statement at this point the fact that nothing has changed in five years and we can just keep retweeting the same satirical newspaper article (laughs) that still still applies it's like wait (laughs) this is like the same names (laughs) yeah yeah. this article like it's always kevin is the name of the shooter (laughs) uh he's deeply disturbed uh man the one in el paso uh, is so infuriating too hate groups that el paso one was so crazy because in you know obviously People who are smarter than me and know more about this than me have said this already, but it was like El Paso is right on the Mexican border. The guy who shot up that Walmart drove there from further inland. Road trip. He drove there from fucking west, I'm sorry, east Texas. Yeah. And it's not a quick drive. (laughs) Not a quick drive, but I think the thing that really stands out about that is. We're being told that we need to build a wall to keep the violent people out. But the violent people drove to where the wall would be from inside the wall and shot a bunch of people. (laughs) And then still no one's like, okay, why isn't immediately what Trump does say, okay, I think I'm wrong about the wall. All right. (laughs) Hear me out. We still build the wall. (laughs) And we light the oceans on fire. That way no boats can go around the wall. And then we put a dome over the top so no one can fly in. No more wall. We're going to do a moat. We're going to do a moat made of gasoline. Considering the (laughs) fact that most illegal immigrants come here basically illegally and then just overstay their visas, the entire wall is a fucking complete jerk off waste of money. He wants to build a wall enough, high enough, a plane can't make it over it. (laughs) (laughs) Floating wall. Sky wall. God, (laughs) it's really hard, man. Like, I honestly have more sympathy for the mental health of the entire nation having to deal with this PTSD. Like, we... if you really took the number of people who are just affected by gun violence, it is easily the biggest voting group possible. Bigger yeah. than any minority group as a one. It's just people affected by gun violence. Staggering. And it's 
it's it's creating a sickness. Like I really do. F- for the first time, this happened, and it really scared me that I went to just the supermarket, and I was with Georgia, and just I just started panicking, and I was like, I um I feel this was a while back. This was like a couple months, and I just was like. Hey, let's get out of here. Like, I'm, I just have a real bad vibe. I have a real bad feeling. Like, I, I was like about to cry, and I was just like, I, I just feel like anyone could walk in here and just start shooting. Wow. Like, that's, it's just, yeah. it's open, and there's like so many people, and I just was like, there's no security. I, I want to go, and um, like we just got out of there pretty quick. I was just like, man, I just, I don't know. Like, it started to hit me. I was like, there's no security. The doors are wide open. There's a ton of people here. If I was trying to kill a lot of people, I'd come here. Like, you know, that and I it started freaking me the fuck out. And I kind of was like, is this the way it's going to be from now on that? Like, I'm at a I'm at a concert. I'm at a public event. You know, I'm going to church every day. Uh, right. You know, I'm <laughs> yeah. Daily. church. Uh, uh, I go to the kill shelter, help out, kill, you know, animals. I was like, hey, could this be a victim of violence? Man, this this place. I think it was in 2014 when this happened. I, I my sketch group and I were making a lot of stuff back then, and we made some videos for IFC. And one of the sketches we shot, we like, we made two seasons, quote seasons, so like four or five sketches each, but two rounds of sketches for IFC, mm-hmm. and um, they were great. Oh, thanks. They're fucking uh, amazing. You the, couple. And the way it worked was we sent them like pitches that were like a paragraph or two paragraphs long of what the sketch would be, and they picked them and then funded them, and then we shot them. So we pitched and got approved a sketch called Manifesto, which was a sketch about a workplace shooting, which is still online. You can find it. The sketch group is women, and I think we're YouTube.com slash women comedy. And uh, yeah, it's called Manifesto. Um, it's literally Jake goes into work and tries to shoot up his work and he forgets the bullets. And he's like, ah, fuck, I forgot the bullets. And that's the sketch, right? (laughs) And uh, so no one gets shot in the sketch, but it's a workplace shooting sketch. And it was supposed to be the first sketch that came out in that second season. Uh, And we get this email from IFC that's like, hey, there was a shooting this week, so we're going to bump this up a week. And we were like, that's ridiculous, but okay. No way. People are always dying (laughs) all the time. Yeah. You approved it. We were like, whatever. And so, and then every week after that, there was a shooting. And so they kept delaying it. And then by the last week, they were like, we're not going to put this one out. And we're like, we'll put it up. The news is like, <laughs> even worse tragedy, local comedians on IFC were not able to put their sketch online. <laughs> like, yeah. Add the comedic body to the pile. <laughs> like, damn. Yeah. No, that's so fucking funny. I and that was five years ago. Once I again. heard the same thing basically about the Gerard Carmichael thing. Oh, really? Yeah, they made a show about mass shootings, and I think the whole thing got nixed, and it led to him just walking off the show. Hmm. Like He was like, this fucking sucks. Carmichael show? Really? Yeah. That's why the show ended? Yeah, he basically Damn. stopped doing his own show, because he was like, you're censoring like whole episodes, because you're like, you're that's afraid. the point of the show, is they were talking about stuff in America. Yeah. Trying to do like an all-in-the-family kind of thing, and it's just like, it, I don't know. Didn't, it didn't fly with them, and didn't fly with him, so. Wow. You know. Yeah, I mean, it's so, I mean, that. It's it's such an interesting way to address it. I should say I shouldn't say interesting. It's a cowardly fucked up way to address <laughs> it. To just You're not right. let people talk about it. Yeah, I mean this thing mm-hmm. just really bothers me also with the mental health discussion because I feel a real big repercussion of this is so many people feel the stigmatization to not go seek help for their mental health stuff, right? right. Cuz now it's like, you know, the more you put it out in the news it's like, well, people who are like 
depressed and have mental, you know, feel ostracized and have mental health issues, they're the ones who, you know, if they go see a therapist, they're going to be put on like a watch list or something. Like yeah. you just, you feel like this, you're going to get marginalized even more and which is why yeah. you wanted to go. So I don't know. It's like, I don't think it helps the conversation to blame violence on like depressed people for one, because it's like, if someone has suicidal depressive thoughts, it's a very much an inward yeah. thing and somebody who wants to inflict a lot of death on people as well as themselves that's a whole separate other it's thing a, yes. they want to murder they want to kill yeah and it's like they're a body in that count but it's such a different thing that someone who's like i'm going through the worst you know feelings I mean, in the world you know you're you're not talking about depressed people you're talking about people who are cuckoo <laughs> <laughs> we need two camps <laughs> depressed people and people who are cuckoo for cocoa puffs <laughs> What do we do with these guys? Build a wall around them. <laughs> wow, these guys are cuckoo. Man, I know. It is... Uh, I, there was a um, an active shooter in my hometown mall. Uh, and I say hometown kind of loosely because I grew up in a very uh, like small town removed from... like city life completely and mm -hmm. so we had to drive half an hour like five towns away to go to the to nearest to mall. mall yeah, yeah. i had a far and away mall too it was like you? an hour yeah it was uh the crystal run galleria in middletown new york i went there Sick. all the time dude. baby footlocker hell yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm actually gonna be on uh on page weldon uh and Emily Face Podcast Mall Talk talking about that mall very oh, soon. Sick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so check that out. Oh, dude, you should bring up the shooting. I'll <laughs> call <laughs> really good. On the mall podcast. The mall. Um, hey, guys. But, uh, go to the mall. <laughs> yeah, man. I would, uh, I would go there all the time. And then, like, my buddy sent me this article and was like, dude, there's a fucking shooter at the Galleria, Crystal Run Galleria right now. And we were all, like, really freaked out and bummed out. And uh, I think someone actually did get hurt, get, like, shot in the leg or something. Jeez. But they, like, closed down the mall, evacuated the mall, and then it came out that what had happened, uh, there was no active shooter. Someone had just dropped their gun, <laughs> and it went off. <laughs> and obviously, it's not funny that was someone got Paul hurt. <laughs> but it, yeah, that's the thing. It's just like, I guess my point in bringing that, I want to... get Paul Blart bend over I and fart. <laughs> there are two things I want to say about that. <laughs> the first is... Um, <laughs> That, uh, that like, I mean, that just speaks to where we're at in a society where, like, someone drops their gun and immediately everyone assumes it's an active shooter because we're all just ready for there to be an active shooter at any time. <laughs> and I, I mean it, man. Like, yeah. like you were saying, you were in a fucking grocery store and you were like, it just I gotta get me. out of yeah. here. Yeah. Uh, and then the other thing I wanna say about that is that, like, that is so telling of where I grew up. We can't even get shootings right. <laughs> <laughs> what a loser. We were just what like, a loser mass shooter. Ooh, I dropped my gun. Ooh, I'm too dumb to do the mass shooting. It's that kind of place. We're just like, we're from nowhere in New York. We're so poor. No one famous is from there. Nothing cool happens there. And then we have a shooting, and it's like, oops. The only uh, victim reported was a Stewie Griffin shirt at the Hot Topic. Uh, shot right through the head, accidentally. <laughs> Stewie's dead. <laughs> Stewie, do, we have Stewie Griffin shirt down. I'm not trying to make extreme light of it because I do think a couple people no, were injured. Uh, and obviously, I don't think that's funny that happened to them. Somebody at all. dropped mm -hmm. their gun. I mean, mm -hmm. 
I don't know if, if it was mm-hmm. a security guard or what, or if it was more likely just a person. And I really feel like, say, that is telling of where we're at, at a, you know, where we're just like, oh, what happened? Oh, well, the guy dropped his gun. Mm-hmm. You know, how we're all just dropping our, our flipping guns. our guns around and yeah, totally. dropping them and it went off and hit someone in the leg. It's like, that's fucking horrific too. Hey honey, I'm going <laughs> to juggle guns. Safety <laughs> off. <laughs> Bring your grandma. Man. Jam. <laughs> I'm a little bit of a gun juggler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's not really much to say about this except like, I mean, you know, we've we've ranted and raved politically, but but you know, that's not really our place. That's not what our podcast is. We're not here. We we're not politicians or even like really that literate when it comes to modern politics. But I can tell you this: something that we don't really do enough is acknowledge a general feeling, events happening now, and a, like who your leaders are now, the general tone of where you live and the society you're in now, how much that can affect you as a person. And, and yeah. I, the reason we're doing this episode is we want you to hear us when we say, like, if you are depressed, anxious, have any inclination toward mental illness at all, this is affecting you. And be good to yourself. Yeah, exactly. I am, my depression is worse. I'm stressed. I'm fucking stressed out. I look online and I see people dying. I see my friends, um, gay friends, people of color, women posting shit like hate groups are coming after my people. I don't see how it's Mm -hmm. a partisan thing to be like, I'm seeing a lot of people die every day in the news. And it hurts. And and I'm (laughs) truly upset. Yeah, it scares me. You know, and I think um, that's what we were talking about. It's like, it really does just drive home with me what's happening where they're really trying to stigmatize people who are already victims, people who are like already in pain, you know, through mental illness and just like pass it off as like, well, you know, there's always going to be like bad, crazy people as a way to just totally sidestep just even simple regulations that were in place 20 years ago. Yeah. You know, this, this is what we started doing as a society and it made a severe impact in gun violence Yeah, in, in America. So that's the thing is like, <clears throat> you know, I, I know that, sensible gun ownership or whatever, all these things are, you know, political issues that often divide people to where it's, you know, I can't read your mind how you feel about these sort of things. But I think we just wanted to, you know, talk about something that seems to be happening as a national discourse. Yeah. Uh, that I just really you know, no want you guys to for. take care of yourselves. And we're saying this to ourselves too, like almost saying it just so I can remember that I'm stressed out and like drinking, making sure to drink water and sleep (laughs) enough and like text friends, reach out to loved ones, know that you're okay, know that you're loved, know that this isn't forever, even though it feels like forever at this point, that Trump is going to be our fucking president. And, and maybe that doesn't even bother you. Maybe that's not something that bugs you. But I do think that even for people that are not supporters of Donald Trump, there is a general malaise and stress in this country. Like, okay, my apartment that we're recording in right now is big, and it's in a very, like, there's a lot of trees. It's in a nice part of Glendale. I moved from a much smaller apartment where my roommate had a dog, and it was in, like, a like a kind of rundown area, an Echo Park, and the house was just kind of fucked up, right? And, uh, and I'll never forget my cat. My cat, it's a 
she's a fucking cat. I can't talk to her, you know. But when <laughs> I a fucking cat, when we moved in here, we moved everything in, and she was the last uh, thing I brought over. I like brought her over in the carrier. I set it down. I opened it up, mm-hmm. and my she walked out of the carrier, and immediately it was like. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> was just kind of walking around, being like, "Look at this." Oh, Dave, this is Dave like thinks a himself palace. <laughs> yeah, and then like within five minutes, she was running full speed back and forth, meowing at me, jumping on my lap, and just being like very affectionate and into noticeably into it. And I bring that. I think about that a lot with people because she can't communicate with me with words. But I found out in that moment that she fucking hated the last apartment we lived in. Oh, my. (laughs) (laughs) Why was that bitch not telling you? (laughs) Well, it's because harbor this resentment. I can't know and she can't know. And you just so you just have your situation that you're in right now. And it's just your reality. Mm -hmm. It's your baseline. So you're not present in the reality that this shit's fucking with you. Yeah. But it, there are stressors in your in your life, and if they are long term and out of your control and bigger than your immediate social circle, it's hard to notice that it's fucking you up. Is my point? Yeah, a lot of times because everyone won't allow it. You know that conversation to continue. Yeah, it's like it's not bad. It's it's always Fine. it's always been this way. <laughs> Things have always been Let's bad. Get drunk. Like, no, no. I feel <laughs> I feel like you know same way from like childhood to then later adulthood. You look back on stuff and you're like, oh wait, I was. I was a child, so I I just accepted that situation. And then when I was out of there, I was like, oh, those, that was insane. Yeah. You know, that wasn't normal at all. Yeah. Same with your fucking cat, dude. My fucking cat. I need to get over this stress because I need to go up on stage and crush, dude. <laughs> if I can't get back to crushing on stage, I know. Y'all ever dude. eat ass? I know it's hard with all the mass shootings. <laughs> y'all ever eat ass doesn't crush the way it usually crushes if I'm not myself. Dude, every bit that's like hacky, but I incorporate mass shootings into it. <laughs> God, dude. Y'all ever eat pussy like this? <laughs> I know it's great, but you can't because of all the mass shootings. <laughs> Damn, you gotta dude. worry about doing it indoors. You can't do it outdoors anymore. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, yeah. I like, I don't know. I mean, I still crush. <laughs> 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 I just need to go up in front of audiences that aren't smart. Oh, that's my thing. That is your crowd. Oh, yeah. dude. Dum dums? Dum dums, I kill. Dummies, dude. Tum tums and dum dums? Tum tums and dummies, dude. <laughs> Tum tums for dummies. Um, man. And it's just, a, it's just a crowd of lollipops. <laughs> but the little tiny lollipops, not the. Not the big why don't they dumb make, dumbs. Why don't they make the Fuck. whole plane out of my asshole? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Will Weldon, speaking of Will again, was posting screenshots. He was watching some movie that Logan Paul is in. Have yeah, you yeah, heard yeah. of this? Logan Paul. Well, he's like a YouTuber, and I'm sure I know he who just, he is. Well, yeah, for people who don't know. He's the guy who thinks suicide is funny. <laughs> oh, man, yeah, dick. that's right. I kind of forgot why. I just yeah. He like went to the suicide forest him. and was like, "LOL, <laughs> fucking asshole." What up, yeah. fam? <laughs> Anybody want to reach out to this guy's fam? <laughs> God, dude. Uh, there's a message for his fam. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Will did mention that mm-hmm. movie. What, what about it? I, I, I don't know. I, I think what you said, actually, it's basically unrelated. But okay. one of the, the shots he showed was the plane. They're on a plane in the movie. He's like surfing the plane. Yeah. And then there's a part where the plane is like going to fly through some clouds, but the clouds is shaped like a vagina and it goes in and out of the cloud real quick. What? Yeah. It's like uh, oh, that's real movie. Good. Real- <laughs> that's really good. Yeah, it's like a very good movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's a Tarantino movie, and everything he makes the is good. The guy at the control mm-hmm. tower is like, it seems like Logan Paul's fucking the sky. Yeah. All right. Uh, now, Logan, cool. say the N-word. Say it. <laughs> say it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's awesome, man. I don't know. It's like when he posted mm-hmm. the synopsis of that mm-hmm. movie on the back, I was like, oh, this is like one of those like uh, Disney, like teen movie almost yeah. things where like the plot is so like bare. It's like Kevin has to go into the next room. Check it out. It's <laughs> like Logan Paul. The movie is like he has to go on a plane. Yes, and that's, that's the it, whole it thing. largely is about the fact that he is just on a plane. He has to go on a plane. You he's know, going something. To prison. And I think that's so funny because he's been a millionaire for so long that he's like, imagine if I was in like Coach. <laughs> no private plane, Me. dude. I'm Me. like, I'm like going through security, and the guards like, your dick's too big to go through the gate. <laughs> you know, we'll make sure she's black. <laughs> like wow yeah, I don't know yeah, I don't, I don't imagine know going to the airport Logan <laughs> totally dude imagine okay here's the movie okay. the movie it's, it's just about me but I don't know what YouTube is it's called Yesterday <laughs> he, shows, he shows up to a meeting he's like okay so me and my friends find a dead body <laughs> we make fun of it dude. we like roast his dead body then we make fun of him so good, he comes back to life and becomes our friend, dude. It's called Suicide Rider Die. And he's like, my Suicide Rider okay. Die, pal, you know? I have one more idea. Okay. It's called Yesterday 2, and it's, it's about a world where no one remembers who Logan Paul is. Except me. Okay. So then I get to get famous again, dude. Because everyone loves me, obviously. I'm Logan. I'm really sold on yesterday too. <laughs> yesterday too. I kind of immediately like was like, oh, what if it was um the Beatles don't remember that they were the Beatles? Does that make sense? That actually happens in yesterday. Who, who am I? Oh really? Shit. Everyone every time I make fun of it, people go, That happened in yesterday. <laughs> and I go, damn, maybe this movie is funnier than I thought. Like <laughs> It seems like uh, such a man. corny idea. How about a sequel to Yesterday where no one remembers Metallica except Lars Ulrich? <laughs> and people are stealing it for free. Let's sue our 13-year-old fans. This is egregious yeah. and unlawful? <laughs> or even better, uh, no one remembers Napster except Lars Ulrich. <laughs> 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 okay, that's very good. And he's just so mad about it, and everyone's like, "That's what is that even?" And he's like, oh, they took it from me." That's how he talks. He's a piece of shit. You took it from me. Um, hey, uh, they took it from me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I. Yeah, it is interesting. I I wonder if if you listening, you can draw a parallel from what we're saying about stand up. It is. I, I would imagine it's making it hard to feel normal in whatever the fuck you do. And I, yeah, yeah I just want you all to take care of yourselves, please. It's yeah. scary, I start man. to feel guilty, like, playing mm-hmm. games and stuff or doing anything that's just, like, 
frivolous entertainment. I'm like, what am I doing with my life that I'm so lucky to have and I just waste it? You know, like, yeah, I kind of find any excuse to beat myself up, which is same really awesome trick by my brain. <laughs> but the thing is that the playing games and stuff, I mean, like, that's, you know, not to be trying, corny, but yeah, that's was, like where life is, man. If you like trying. doing that, then you're living your life and that's good. I'm not like Logan Paul, though, like surfing on a plane, living my life first that's class. That's true. That's true. Get out there and surf planes. <laughs> I can't even say that with straight face. Ah, uh, man. Uh, well, Hampton, I'm glad we talked about this, man. I, I yeah. do feel a little better. I do. Every time there's something uh, really fucked up with society blaming mental illness, I think we're going to come back to this. Yeah, absolutely. Just fuck that shit. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, blame the guns. All right, peace. <laughs> Guys, uh, check out our dates. Uh, we got coming up. Uh, yeah, September, September 11th, 11th, New York. He's in Chicago, September 13th, September 28th in Houston. Also, my album comes out August 23rd. Tell everybody. Um, Tell your friends. And uh, we have uh, we have a solo episode up on patreon.com slash suicide buddies this week and maybe some other stuff. Oh, yeah. And uh, by the way, that live movie riffing show in L.A. at the Dynasty Typewriter Theater, September, September 21st. At 10 p.m. Saturday, 10 p.m. I'm actually, oh yeah, go to that. And I, I was going to um, not say this, but uh, to make it a surprise. But I'm actually going to put up two solo episodes this week, and one of them I'll make available for five dollar patrons and up. Because I realized those solo ones, it's good that we have something exclusively for ten dollar patrons and up. Mm-hmm. But like people who can only afford five bucks have never heard what that's like. So I wanna, yeah. I'm gonna make two. Give them a little taste. Yeah. <laughs> Well, just a taste. Next time they come back, oh, five hundred dollars or more, I'll, I'll dude. I'll give it to you for free, but it's just uh, <laughs> you're gonna want it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Thanks. All right. Uh, no, we are very glad you're alive. Thank you all for listening. Take care of yourselves, and we'll see you next week. Take care. Glad you're alive. Thank you so much for listening to Suicide Buddies. You are the absolute best. We love you. We're glad you're alive. And remember. We joke around about suicide and suicidal thoughts on this show, not because we take suicide lightly, because that's how we deal with it. So if you're experiencing suicidal thoughts, please call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-TALK. That's 1-800-273-8255. They will hear you. They know what you're going through. There is help out there. Please stay here with us and have a great night. Podcast Network.